Hello. What? <laughs> I was just saying I'm going to pull up the notes. Actually, I think I did the last intro. You can do this one. Okay, we're off to a good start. Hello and welcome to Gaming Together, a cooperative podcast. I'm your host, Philip, and I'm here with my co-op partner, Nave. Each pod, we play through the cooperative experience and relate to you, the listener, if this is a creme de la creme of co-op or something better off playing solo. I, I butchered that a little bit. How are you doing, Philip? Oh, I'm doing really good, Nave. No complaints at all. I'm a little hungover. But oh, I think yeah. I think we're gonna survive. Plus, you've been struggling with that uh, postman rush, right? Yeah, I wish Google Docs had like a dark mode. I it's know. so bright. No, it has one on the phone app for iOS. It has a dark mode, and that's what I'm so used to because that's where I do most of my note typing. But then every time we get on the pod, I'm just blinded by the light. I went from my Twitter tab to the Google Doc, and it was like getting flashbanged. No joke. I'm still recovering. Yeah, very bright. All right. Anyways. From that mundanity, what have you been playing, man? Uh, the only thing I really put in the notes so far is Halo, which I figure we could both hit that real quick. So Halo campaign is out now. I don't know if we talked about it on a previous episode, but it's out now. Yeah, it feels like it's been months for me because of how much I'm working and how slowly I'm playing through it. But I, you've already beaten it, haven't you? Yeah, I beat it. So I don't want to get any spoilers for you because I know you're still working your way through it. But uh, quick opinions. On the, uh, it's more Breath of the Wild and Far Cry flavored, right? So, oh yeah, how do you feel? About I multiple times I also feel like I'm playing Destiny, like especially this mission that I'm on right now. It's like paused right now, but I went and I saw a little guilty spark. That's literally the cutscene I just watched. That's oh, the yeah. mission I'm on. But like as you're going down that into that cliff with your flashlight on, I was like really getting Destiny vibes. Yeah, I know exactly which mission you're talking about. Which, you're on a Halo ring. Spoilers. Halo takes place on a Halo. And, of course, there is a monitor on this Halo. Like, there's been on every other Halos at this point. Yeah. And uh, this one, I really like the monitor. Or what they did with them. I mean, uh, that's why I mentioned that there was a Guilty Spark down there. Because it's like, that's hardly a spoiler. Because yeah. that is a that is a, a thing that happens in every Halo. Like, it's like... We're on the we get on a halo ring. Whoa, spoilers, man. Or it's like we get on a halo ring and the Marines have been spread across it and you have to reunite it with them as Master Chief. I mean, that's happened in every Halo where, you know, the boys are just like scattered to the wind. It's like I gotta get the team back together. But I am like playing the shit out of this game. I mean, I'm playing it really slowly and like I play I'm playing it similar to the way that I play Yakuza, where I kind of don't really fuck with the story too much. I just am absorbing everything. Like it's been so long, probably since maybe Skyrim or Fallout 4, maybe, where I would just see a location and I'm like, there, I'm going there. And I would just go there, just stand there and be like, yes, look where I am. And then I would go somewhere else with the grappling hook. You can just basically do whatever the hell you want to do. Yeah, you just Spider-Man across the map constantly. I'm grappling hooking every two seconds. You get the Have you gotten the cooldown uh, upgrade for it? Oh, yeah, dude. It's like 50% faster or something like that. And so you can literally climb vertical walls just by repeatedly looking up and grapple hooking. Yeah, just using that momentum. Have you yeah. started like swinging with it too? Oh, yeah. I'm doing so much like lateral like slides around corners now. Whereas like in the multiplayer, you only get three shots with a grapple hook. So I was pretty much just like straight shotting it mostly. But since I played the campaign, I've gone back and played some of the multiplayer and I keep trying to do trick shots with the grapple hook, like flinging around <laughs> corners. It gets me killed, but it's still cool. 
I wish that the slide that you can go into on the ground gave you a little bit more distance, because then I feel like we're doing like, a, did you ever play Speedrunners? I think we played that together, yeah. Yeah, where like the whole game is built around, you're just running fast, you can slide and grapple hook and jump, and that's like your three inputs. The rest of that is just going fast. And so you're just like trying to time everything just right so that you are just a cannonball of unstoppable inertia flying across the map. How is, how are the loading screens for you? Because I'm I you played it on normal, right? And I'm playing on heroic <laughs> and I'm dying quite often. And but the loading screens are really fast. But I was thinking if I had to play this on Xbox One, I, I assume that I would be getting a lot more frustrated than I actually am. I actually played a lot of the game on my PC instead oh, of the yeah. Xbox One. So my load times were not bad. Like I don't have an SSD in my current PC. So I'm not like next gen yet with my computer setup. But it's still like I didn't have any problems with load times. Plus like it almost like gave me a minute to breathe too when it was loading. Because okay, this game does have the Ubisoft ideals where if you look at the map you see like nine hundred icons. And each icon is a collectible or a mission or something like that. And so there's so many times where once you unlock the flying vehicles in the game, where I would just teleport to a base, fast travel, loading screen, get into my flying vehicle, kamikaze into one of these points to whatever <laughs> is in that little activity range, then teleport back to the base. Because, of course, there's usually a gunfight because it's Halo and I end up losing my flying vehicle. Have you so have has anything like completely wild happened to you? Because I just recently had a uh, I was carrying a turret, like you can detach turrets like in Halo yeah. Three. And I was carrying it around, and then a sticky grenade landed on the tip of it, and I just quickly dropped it and and survived. And I was like, "Holy shit, it happened to me!" Like that <laughs> that crazy shit happened to me just now. No, well, kind of. Mostly, it's just like things that feel really cool. Like I remember one of the boss fights where you fight against a chieftain with a hammer. I remember at one point, it was just like in the moment, like, you know, you hear the drums in the background, like, do, 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 you know, just going, and like, I'm gravel hooking around the room because even on normal difficulty, one hit with the gravity hammer is a kill, no matter what. And so you just can't let this guy get next to you. And so I'm just like blasting him down, gravel hooking away. And at one point it wasn't even like intentional. I like gravel hooked around a corner, like stuck him with a grenade. He like flinched. I tried to gravel hook away and ended up gravel hooking like, a shock rifle that was just on the ground in the corner, <laughs> pulled it over. And I'm like, well, I guess we're doing this. Turned around and just like shot him and finished him off with it. And I'm like, if only that was on purpose. You know? Yeah. I, 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 that's so funny because I, I was suffering on that boss fight and I didn't think once to use the grapple hook. <laughs> I didn't, it didn't even occur to me. So I was just like, so what I ended up doing was exploiting his AI. There's like a little lip in the middle of the room where a, uh, what is it the skewer is sitting or yeah. it maybe it's a sentinel beam i don't remember but he, if he's standing next to you and you jump over it he won't follow you he'll run around the pillar to try and get to you so i just kept jumping o over that thing over oh. and over again just fighting him like that way because if you jumped early enough he wouldn't swing his hammer but if he did swing his hammer he'd probably he would probably launch you away and then he'd have plenty of time to run at you and which usually is why i died but i had a bad problem with ammunition in that fight like that guy was a bullet sponge well, they usually have the ammo barrels just around the map, like when you're in a boss room. I was Since I wasn't using the grapple hook, I probably could have used it. But if I ran to that thing and used it, then I would definitely just get hit right in the back of the head yeah. with the gravity hammer. <laughs> As he leaps at you. 
yeah, he has he has monkey jump. <laughs> he will fucking jump across the universe at you. Which um, I know you haven't finished the game, but what do you think of um, the villains that you that are like the main centerpiece? You meet them right in the intro, so this is a major spoilers. You meet the Harbinger, and you meet um, oh god, what's his name? Eustace, Eur- Eurythes, whatever his name is. The, I don't know. The, They're the all chief. their names are confusing to me. Yeah, we don't have that many. Well, now that I think about it, there's quite a few. But Halo usually isn't about the villains. Like, we always had Gravemind. We had Truth and the other prophets. Um, and, of course, we like there's Arbiter, who was like the, the bad guy turned good. Yeah. And Tartarus. Okay, never mind. There was a lot of like bosses now that I think about it. But <laughs> it was never... A, oh, and Guilty Spark. Yeah, Spoilers. Guilty Spark was the one. Yeah. Well... Halo never felt about the bosses to me, but they are like a center point in this game. Like they are talking to you every other scene saying like, oh, Spartan, when I get you, you're, you're going in the ring with me and I got you for five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> you're going nowhere. <laughs> every time. Now I'm just thinking about that scene. I don't even know what we're talking about anymore. I was just talking about how like these villains seem kind of different than uh, any of the other Halo villains we've had so far. Yeah, I haven't, I'm still, like I like I said, I think I'm on like the third mission, honestly. I've been playing it for like, I don't know, I think I probably put like four or five hours into the campaign, like overall. Just the just the exploration is, is so nice. Like, everything looks so beautiful. And like, there's so much environmental storytelling to a lot of areas. Like, I was just exploring a mountain and then there was a crashed pelican that crashed into one of the Forerunner artifacts. And I was just staring at it like, or not a pelican, a, uh, what is it? A phantom? Yeah, so Halo good. Yeah, it's very good. The only other thing I put down for currently playing is I've been playing a little bit of League recently. Since uh, we finished our game a little early, had a little bit more time off. Me and Jan, I've just been playing some ARAM. And I don't know if I told you, Nate, but they added a cooperative duos mode to tft in league of legends what yeah i don't know if i there's a there's a co-op tft yeah so it's 2v2 v2 v2 and the way it works is you jump into an arena and you're going against you know your one-on-one opponent and then if you beat your opponent fast enough your characters that survive go to the other arena to join your teammate and to fight on their board. That's so fucking sick, dude. I know, it's really cool. I thought we'd do an episode about it eventually. Yeah, we should definitely do that, because that's really fucking interesting. And I've been thinking about playing League and stuff, too. Oh, and like, it, just it comes down to um, like very clear communication for what kind of team you're building. Because, of course, TFT is about min-maxing the best team and placement and all that stuff. And there's points where it comes up, instead of picking items for yourself it says what item do you want to send to your teammate and it'll give you like four different items and it's not like simple like oh just give them like a a bf sword or more health or something like that it's always something more like complex worded where it's like you have 30 seconds to tell the other person what kind of things do you need you know at this point and then kind of like pick for them if you know what they're kind of thinking or you know if they can communicate to you if you can you queue together or is it only duo queue? Uh, you mean like solo queue? Or, or like so if could I join and just be third wheel in there just with a, yeah, and get a random I think so. second person? I think you would end up with a random. And it's not ranked, but you have an elo rank. If you get what I'm saying. 
Yeah. Like, like you can be like ranked, like you start out at like 800 or something like that. And the number can go up, but there's not like bronze, diamond, stuff like that. So That's pretty interesting stuff. Cool. All right, Nave. At this point, I would like to take a moment of our listeners' time to talk about how they can support Gaming Together by going to our Patreon down in the little little description link below. And, hey, what can they expect if they, you know, sign up for a recurring donation? I don't know. Did you put it in the notes? Because I don't see it anywhere. They can expect the same great free content they've already been receiving. Excellent. I was going to yeah. say that, but I didn't want to be wrong. No, it's true. Uh, of course, you know, the main show is always going to be free. Uh, we have some more premium content in the works for the future. And if you want to see us do more stuff that's not on Game Pass, this is probably the the key window. <laughs> because yeah. this actually takes a lot of time and effort on our part. And if you co-op listeners could help us out, we would appreciate it. That was a good plug. All right, Nave, you reached out to our Twitter gang, our co-op partners on Twitter. And what do they have to say about our featured game this week, Bubble Bobble? Play Along Podcast, at, uh, at Play Along Pod. They wrote back and said they had nothing to say about Bubble Bobble, but what? just saying that we're great and they love our show. So shout out. That's not helpful. <laughs> shout out to Jared. They are doing a Pokemon Nuzlocke playthrough, and they named a Shinx after me, the Thundercat, and yeah. it got drowned by a Gyarados. So I'm dead in their, in their game. But... Uh, if it makes me feel better, which it does, basically everyone died. So, <laughs> oh, did they wipe? Yeah, no, he didn't wipe, but um, he lost almost everyone. Oh, that's so sad. He lost. He lost his starter in the same fight. It was like a double fight. He lost his starter and me, his like second best Pokemon, like in one swoop. And he was just like, "This is a disaster." And then I think he went into. I guess I'm spoiling the episode, so I'm gonna stop. But go listen to their Pokemon thing. <laughs> but I died. So if you're gonna listen. Uh, I died in episode two, so I didn't last very long. I've never done a Nuzlocke run, but I love the idea, and I've watched close to, I would assume, maybe 40, 50 hours of other people doing Nuzlocke runs, which is a lot of time to watch someone else play Pokemon, which is not a thrilling game to watch. <laughs> yeah, at all. <laughs> yeah, because you're literally watching turn-based combat where they're just, like, grinding up, you know, just throwing more Pokemon into the meat grinder. But uh, there's something about it really hits me in the heart. Yeah, I've, I've been wanting to do it, and I think I might steal his idea. I think I might start, like, either play a Nuzlocke or something, or or play XCOM and start naming people. Because what, what he was doing specifically, everyone else is naming their characters, like, whatever they want. But what Jared's doing specifically is naming them after Twitter followers. So... I was like, I might, I might steal that idea and and name like XCOM characters after different people I've been interacting with, just to tell them how they got mercilessly executed by the aliens, because it's really hard. That's a hard game. Yeah, it is. Like even on like normal difficulty, when yeah. your saves coming, it's still hard. I would have to refrain from saves coming though. That's what makes yeah. me dis- disheartened about that game. Or you could play something else like uh darkest dungeon you could do that also like any game with permadeath that lets you name characters that that's a pretty fun way to go about it yeah you're named after one of my characters in a uh, darkest dungeon you're my um what's the the leper you're one of my lepers <laughs> yeah which is like that's a really good character type <laughs> he's but... strong like he yeah it's really hard but he's also really sad <laughs> sounds about right all right uh so you want to go into the game or do we have anything uh, else is that any more tweets 
That's it. it no one wanted to talk about Bubble <laughs> Bubble. Yeah. Okay. No one wanted. No With one that, wanted let's it. take a break and then we'll hit our game of the week. Boom, 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 boom. And we're back. I wonder if people, when they guess on a show, like they laugh at that joke, but like we make the joke even when there's no one here. He does the the song. Yeah, I do. <laughs> He's like, this is where the song goes. Do do do, and I'm like, I know. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna be editing it. So, Nave. We have uh, historically covered some games with some deep text lore, especially these older games such as our Quakes and Morrowinds. I now have one to bring to you, The Legend of Bubble Bobble. It starts with two dinosaurs floating in a bubble, separate bubbles, and text in bright white letters appears on a black background and says, Now, it is the beginning of a fantastic story. Let us make a journey to the cave of monsters, good luck. And then the theme song comes in. And it never gets old. Yeah, and then it plays for the next 99 levels. <laughs> that same theme. Do you want to describe um, how exactly, because we're not, we don't live near each other, and we also don't own any asses. No. Oh, I forgot to put this. Yeah, yeah. This is the this is the most interesting part of the whole yeah. episode right here. So we have played co op modded games on you know public servers. We've played um, you know co op Nintendo sixty four games on servers. Like we've yeah. really stretched what we can do co op. And this game is a couch co op game, and we managed to emulate. I was emulating the game on my PC. I was streaming the game through Discord to Nave, who was connected to me on Parsec because Parsec was too slow on the output of video from my PC. And this is hard line and everything. It was a solid like 10, 15 seconds behind, completely unplayable for Nave. But at least with Discord, he got it down to like probably three seconds behind maybe. Yeah, it was about three seconds. But it was, it was at least I could predict what was going to happen before, like in, in order to try and react preemptively so yeah nave was playing with a three second delay (laughs) through like my discord stream and we managed to beat the whole game except for the final boss which we'll cover later on when we get into the (laughs) nitty-gritty like i just want you guys to wrap your head around that (laughs) like that that is like such an insane solution that should not have worked in any universe but it we completed 99 levels of bubble bobble actually we completed 90 eight levels because we skipped one because it sucked oh i but, forgot about that one yeah <laughs> level 60 68 maybe i think it was pretty uh-huh. terrible so yeah we had to uh get creative to play this game but see this game uh before we hit the details i want to talk about what this game kind of means to me because growing up i had an older sister i still have an older sister and we played <laughs> the she's younger game. now she never no, aged. No, that's not how it works. And we only had a few like kind of multiplayer games on it. I say a few, but this is quite a collection for back in the day. Like we had, you know, Mario 1 through 3, Duck Hunt, Track and Field, like Zelda 1, Paperboy, Tetris, and Bubble Bobble. Now, the thing about all these games... Oh, one I forgot. We had Wheel of Fortune. Great. Which was a... Yeah, it was a terrible game. <laughs> the Wheel of Fortune NES port. I, I can't believe this, but I'm pretty sure I know the exact game. And I think I watched 
like the game grumps play it or something like for like an hour <laughs> playing wheel of fortune way back in the day yeah it's terrible because i don't think they can use like any copyrighted names or something like stuff like that whatever it's off topic but this game was like the only game we had that was active co-op because like the mario games you would take turns when one person would die the next person would take over it's basically just like two different single player runs Duck Hunt, you take turns, better score would win. Same with Track and Field. Same with Paperboy. And Tetris. I don't even think Tetris had multiplayer. Whatever. Bubble Bobble, though. This game, both of you were on the screen at the same time. Moving around, blowing bubbles, killing monsters. And I loved it because it was different than the other games. Yeah, it's definitely different. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you have a past experience with this game? Or the genre, no. maybe? or? <laughs> the ip um i i i knew what the dinosaurs were and i've definitely thought i knew what this game was before we started playing it but i it was it was a completely different game i was thinking of i think you sent it to me on in on a discord i think it was like puzzle bobble or something where you're yeah. shooting balls up to more balls at the top and like you just you match the, the colors, colors. yeah, yeah. I, that's what i thought we were playing and so i was just like all right whatever man and then whenever you showed me this on parsec up to zero hour when I first saw it, I was like, what in the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't know if it was on Animal Crossing, but back on the GameCube, it had a whole collection of NES games. And I remember I used to play those games just more than I played Animal Crossing. I would just play the NES tiles like Balloon Fight and what else did they even have? Bubble Bubble might have been there, but I'm not sure. There was a lot of them. Isn't that yeah. how people oh, used Donkey to like... Kong. Yeah, that was like the only way you could play two-player, too, on Animal Crossing, was you can plug in a second controller and play those NES games. I fucking loved old-school Animal Crossing so much. You remember whenever we used to play the Animal Crossing on the Wii, and then we would talk on Xbox, like, to each other yeah. when we're playing in each old other's islands? Folk. Yeah, that was weird. Is that what it was? Yeah, I think so. I had, like, a tiny TV at the foot of my bed, and then <laughs> I would play this Wii, like, look at, it's like a little CRT TV that my granny used to use to watch, like, old Western movies. I'm just playing Animal Crossing, like, fucking up your shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, Bubble Bobble, originally released back in 1986. That was a long time ago, Nave, before me and you were born. It's all about players controlling Bub and Bob, two dragons who set out to save their girlfriends from a world known as the Cave of Monsters. Is that their names? Bub and Bob, yeah. They defeat enemies by trapping them in bubbles and then popping them, which turns them into mysterious bonus items. <laughs> Delicious food. Yeah, mostly food, sometimes margaritas. It was really weird. <laughs> so, Nave, one thing I want to highlight about, like, I didn't look any more into the developer because that was so long ago. I bet, you know, the, the same people are not working at that same job at Taito Interactive or whoever made it, Romstar. How many of them do you think are still alive, do you think? Oh, there's got to be a couple old dudes that still have a Bubble Bobble arcade cabinet, which uh, if we continue just looking at the future of the IP. This year, 2021, back in March, Bubble Bobble Four Friends, The Baron's Workshop was released on Steam, where you can play as four Bubs, Bobs, and I don't know the name of the other two, Inky, Blinky, and Clyde, the other two dinosaurs, as you guys go on adventures to guess, save all your girlfriends, maybe? What is, a, what is it, like Peabody and... What's the other robot from Portal when you play co-op mode? I don't remember their names. Man, co-op mode, co-op mode Portal is why is that on the list? That's kind of hard to play though. No, I own it on Steam. We could play that. 
Yeah, I meant I meant like it'd be hard to because like we would just remember. Oh yeah, we already. Know I the definitely answers. remember yeah. all of the answers. Years ago, when I played with my ex, it was like torture. Like I had to just sit there and watch her try and figure it out without like overtly telling her, and I'm just like, oh god, just waiting. All right, Dave. Wait, get... there's like, what? Isn't there like custom maps on there though? It's like Steam Workshop, right? Oh, I bet there's gotta be. Yeah, I bet you. Definitely Never do mind. That. Yeah, we could do that. That that sounds like a good idea. Put it on the list. Oh, okay, it's on the list. Which, whenever we first made the list, I put Bubble on there, like, Bubble Bubble, on there day one. Because I knew I was going to make you play this game with me. Yeah, you brought it up occasionally. You, you've you been trying to get me to download Parsec for a long time. And I'm just like, ah, oh, I don't want to download a thing. <laughs> that sounds like a lot of effort. <laughs> that sounds like work. Alright, let's talk about what you actually do in this game. So we already stated that you, it's 2D, you blow bubbles on enemies, and then you pop the bubbles. Uh, let's talk about some of the deeper gamer mechanics, like the bubble jump, which I don't think you picked up on to like halfway through our playthrough. Oh no, it was like it was like level eighty when I started actually doing this. When you're forced to do it, otherwise you can't play the game. Yeah, so you're seemingly underwater, kind of in this cave of monsters. I don't know; it's really weird because the bubbles just float around, but not where you'd expect them to go most of the time. <laughs> and sometimes they float to the top of the screen. And you can, if you jump right at the right second, when your little pixel butt touches the top of the bubble, you can get another jump out of it and you can just jump on them repeatedly. And there's so many points where it will just like lock you at the bottom of the screen and be like, like you got a bubble jump out of here, buddy. Good luck. <laughs> and I would just, I would just mash A and B like repeatedly just as fast as I could, hoping that I would get out. God, or like yeah. another thing we would do is like your your bubble if it doesn't get hit by anything it'll go to a specific amount of space and then stop and start floating up so like i would just shoot at you over and over again and i'd be like <laughs> jump jump get out of here save you yourself trying to jump on a pile of bubbles and <laughs> was just shooting at me yeah or like the bubbles slowly move you so sometimes it'll push you off a ledge and you just fall down <laughs> you're like damn yeah. it god and in this emulation we had like Oh, you had a rewind button? Oh, <laughs> well, so yeah. Once we started to remember. Yeah, we're like, you could try that again, Nate. <laughs> and I'm like, please stop making me do this. <laughs> I can't. Well, it's so hard with the delay. <laughs> please. The thing was, is like, we had only, we had like two or three lives each. And if we died, we just had to restart from that one level. Like we had a checkpoint at each room pretty much. So you just had to beat each room with three lives. And we restarted so many times and there's yeah. no loading screens or anything it's literally just kicks you back to the main menu and just hit continue but there were so many points where it's like one enemy left and i'm like nave i know we die in one hit i need you to kill this last enemy and you're like i don't know if i can do it and i'm like just do it nave. and sometimes the enemies would get stuck in like a really small area and there's like no fucking way to get in there when hit him without killing yourself if you would even get kill him too, like it would be a it'd be a coin flip. Which there were a couple suicide attacks that we did where if you die when you beat the enemy, it will progress you to the next level. So yeah, there that were points a few where times. Like, we would suicide into an enemy just to take him out so that it would take us to the next area. God. These enemies too. Like this is back when just anything could be an enemy. I guess because like the, the first enemy you see, I, I put them down in the notes. If you need a refresher, Nave, there's like a robot that has a little hand crank on it. You're like, okay, that's kind of cool. I guess 
weird thing for the cave of monsters. And then there's a wizard who can create <laughs> fireballs. And you're like, that's a little weird. And the next thing you know, there's a, the, you see the purple one, the ghost or whale thing. I always called him a whale. The whale it never made yeah. sense. Yeah. That's the one a, in our post, uh, in our post, I put a, a, a gif of, is it gif or gif? Oh no. I'm pausing. Um, I think it's gif. I put a gif of bubble bubble and it's, of all of the whales. I don't know if you can see it here. You want me to link it to you? Sure. Is this even a level? It says it's a level 13. Probably. Take a good look at that. We probably flew through that one. I think you can play it on Discord. Yeah, you can. Oh, that's sweet. I've just been staring at that this whole time you've been talking. Yeah, so Bubble Bobbles is a really cute game. And when I was reading the Wikipedia, I wasn't sure if I wanted to bring this up, but it was designed because they wanted to get more girls into the arcade. So they wanted to make a cute game to attract females to the arcade. And this game, would you call this game cute? Yeah. Yeah, it's very cute. I agree. But it's also brutally hard. Yeah. <laughs> For no I reason. I would not be playing this at the arcade. I'd be playing something else. Yeah, definitely. But like, it's not like overly feminine or anything, though. It's not like if you were a punk little boy, you'd be like, oh, he's playing the girl game. Unless, I don't know, is it next to like a Contra machine or something? Probably. I mean, <laughs> or like, Metal Slug. it depends on what the sides of the arcade cabinet looked like, too. You know, that's like the full experience, right? Because I remember yeah. when I saw Mortal Kombat 2 in the arcade, I was like, holy fuck, I need to play this game. You know what I mean? Or it was yeah. I, I said at the arcade, it was more like a skating rink with with some arcade cabinets. But I was Same like, I, this is a uh, this is what I want is to just rip people's spines out as that fucking lightning man. So these enemies are really weird and kind of random, including uh, the one we referred to as, I think, Satan, which is just a uh, basically a timer to keep you from stalling out the game. It just like spawns after like a minute of you not beating the level and can't be killed. And just chases you around the screen until you die. Very scary. I, I was so afraid as a child. You know what? It, it reminded me of uh, Spelunky. Because Spelunky like has a little, that It's too, a ghost. Yeah. Where a spooky, a spooky ghost shows up trying to take you out. So earlier we talked about whenever you kill an enemy, they drop items. There was a couple items that really surprised us when we picked them up. Notably, there was, of course, the shoes. Which, if we know anything from <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog, shoes make you go faster. And our dinosaurs don't seem to have feet. Uh, I guess they do. They're just really small. <laughs> They're like <laughs> three pixels on the screen or feet. But so the shoes make you go fast, which I don't know why you'd want to go fast in this game because it usually doesn't help. Yeah, at all. The other one was the umbrella, which skips five levels for you. And we got that once and I'm like, incredible. Thank God we got this umbrella. <laughs> And then, I thought you were fucking with me when you told me there were 99 levels. I was like, no, surely not. There is. They just keep going. You know, the, like in the levels. All right, hold on. Before we get into the levels, one last item was a book. That was just a book. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it didn't. There was no like significance to it listed. Like eventually, I just referred to it as the spell book of Amalor because the second you touch it, <laughs> it kills all the monsters on the screen and takes you to the next level. And I'm like, why? Why? <laughs> like, this is back when games didn't explain anything to you. Like they talk about, oh, like storytelling through the atmosphere and Dark Souls or something like that. Well, this is definitely storytelling through nothing. Like I don't know where the yeah. story into this game. 
the deep, deep bubble bobble lore that you learn when you yeah. get to level ninety nine. Maybe if maybe we would have got a text dump if we were able to beat that boss. Oh, we should have looked because. All right, let's start talking about the levels, and we'll get to the boss. So, what would you describe as the average bubble bobble level? About twenty five to forty five seconds of uh, jumping around in a. It looks like the first Mario game, you know, where they have the pipes, on, the four pipes on yeah. each side. and There's no screen scrolling or anything. Yeah. But I was talking more like level design because there were like the normal like, oh, the terrain is in the shape of an enemy and there's a whole bunch of that enemy dropped on you. Kind of like a weird Earth Defense Force kind of feeling thing. Yeah, sometimes like, they wrote a word and you're just like... Hey, look, they spelled something. It spells <laughs> I don't know what word. Wonderful. Or it says someone's initials. Or it's some kanji. And I'm like, that's a weird <laughs> reference, you know? Because, <laughs> of course, this was a Japanese game that was then distributed in the West with probably only minor tweaks. Then, how, wait, how, how much censorship do you think the game went through? Do you think the game was censored at all? The margaritas made it. Yeah. <laughs> I was wondering what you meant about I'm like, curious. I don't, I don't, like, is bubble, there a big censor bar on one of the ghosts? Censorship. Let's just see. Just out of. It's weird because I don't know. You figure they might recolor some of the creatures because, like the the wizard is fully white. It doesn't say. I didn't actually expect there to be anything, but it would have been funny. Yeah. Okay. So when the levels weren't just like a normal little battle royale arena where you're fighting for your life or the initials of somebody. They have these kill screens where they just put one, like each of the enemy units has kind of like a weird special. Like there's like a ninja that throws bottles. There's a, um, <laughs> like, there's like a spring boy that jumps a little bit higher. There, The wizards cast fireballs. And there's one called the invader. I ended up looking this up later, which is a UFO looking one that can fire bullets that penetrate the terrain straight God, down. The fucking worst. And there were so many levels where they would just put them on the top of the screen and they're like bubble jump to the top to kill these guys before they kill you. And so you're just in there and like a, like it's raining hellfire down on top <laughs> of you as I'm like, Dave, we got to climb, climb, Dave, climb. And you're like, I can't move. <laughs> and then you die. It's like fucking hardcore Galaga. Yeah. Like, Oh God. Those levels, we didn't, that was the one, the ones we skipped. We didn't have to skip any other levels, but that one was just unbeatable for us. It was one of the first ones, and little did we know that there would be like six more that were just exactly the same, just yeah, color swaps. We ended up beating level. the other ones too, which was incredible. Like I remember at one point, like you were like, "Let's just skip this one," because I had died after bubble hopping <laughs> all the way to the top, and I'm like, "No, we're gonna run it back." And I like yeah. rewound for the last like ten seconds, and I'm like, I can do this, I can do this. <laughs> died again, ran it back again, and you're like, "When does the suffering end?" And I made it up there, and I managed to pop them all. And I'm like, "Easy, Nave. This game's you know, easy." It's, it's fr- the thing too is that if you run out of lives, you're just dead for the rest of the level. <laughs> Even yeah. for the, you can give each other lives, but it doesn't matter usually. But it's like <laughs> we, I, whoever died would just be watching, and so it was horrible if Philip died and there's only like one enemy left, and Philip would just keep rewinding. And he's like, "No, you're going to win." <laughs> I'm just like, "God, it's Phillip, one please. enemy, Nave. You just gotta beat this one <laughs> enemy." And he's like, "He's so fast though, because if you don't, if you like bubble the enemies but don't pop them, eventually they'll." escape from the bubbles and they enter rage hulk mode where they move twice as fast and they are just insanely hard to catch it's just terrible 
And especially since you have to pop the bubbles to kill them, sometimes the bubble would float away like extra fast. And I'm with that <laughs> delay, it just makes it impossible for me to, I can't catch it. I'm just like, oh God, it's up on the roof. I can't, I can't do it. He's it coming felt, back. Some of the levels felt like we were trying to speed run them, even though we weren't, <laughs> where there were parts where it's like me and Nave were trapped on separate sides of the screen and to like, uh, like instantly two enemies would drop down from above on us. Then we needed to navigate to the center of the screen where we had to climb through a kill zone God. of enemies where like we each had to do it separately. We could not team up on this one because like you had to survive the initial fight. So we were just like restarting that one over and over again because one of us would be killed right at the beginning. And like, Nave, did you kill your guys? I killed my guys. All right, let's go to the center. <laughs> So that terrible. was a rough. I know exactly what level you're talking about. It was so bad. All right, Nave. Would you describe to me the final boss of Bubble Wobble? <laughs> fucking impossible. Like, this is the cheapest fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> so, at the top of the screen, it tells you what level you're on. We played this, we fought this boss pro for probably about 15 minutes, I would say. And. There was a number 60 at the top, and I thought that was odd, because this should be level 100, right? And I was like, maybe yeah. that's an emulation glitch. And we were shooting bubble Like, he's... So this guy can't be hurt unless you get this fucking monster energy drink at the top of the level. I don't know what it is, but it makes you shoot light... It turns your bubbles into lightning bubbles, and those lightning bubbles, which appeared in the game before, uh, if you popped them, it would shoot lightning horizontally across the screen. And that's the way you hit him. So eventually, we figured that out, and we hit him once and i realized that the number at the top of the screen didn't say 60 anymore it said something like 59 or 58 like depending and i was like why is that number different if we lose again i'm going to check again and see because i could have swore it said 60 well it turns out that's how many times you have to hit the boss you have to hit the boss 60 times yeah. and not just with bubbles like you have to hit it with the lightning bubble you have to get to the top and get the lightning drink and then and then survive like it's also very hard like he's trying to kill you all the time and you're still one hit dead and if you die you have to climb to the top again because you've lost your power up at that point and this guy is what i would describe as a gnome if you took away his beard or something like that he's kind of cute i guess he's just got giant eyes and he just shoots magic potions at you or something it's really weird doesn't make sense but he has your girlfriends captured, and they're trapped at the top of the screen. They both look like twins. What are the odds? Oh, and is that what they were? Yeah. I, did, I thought they were enemies at first, like, still, until you just told me that. Well, it's weird because they look like weird, like, almost fairy princess things. And we're dragons. <laughs> I guess we look like derpy dinosaurs, really. But... Even on our best run, where I'm like, Nave was like, I can't do this. And I'm like, uh, let me try one more time. Like, I think I can do this. On my yeah. best run, I dodged him for a full, like, maybe minute and a half of not getting hit. You know, it was looked like a Dark Souls, like, run where you're like, oh, he, he's going to do it. He's going to do a no hit run. He's going to beat Dark Souls 1, 2, and 3 without getting hit. And then I finally got hit. And Nave's like, okay, you hit him three times out of the 60 <laughs> times that he did. And I'm like, this is impossible. Like, at that point, we really did throw in the towel. He looked up like a, uh, it's like pro strategy, beat bubble bubble boss. Yeah. And the guy was just a fucking god. Like, I, he was just like, oh, so it looks like the strategy is to just get better. Yeah. <laughs> the secret is to not suck and you can win the game. 
God. Bubble Bobble. So, is there any discussion points you think we've missed that you want to hit on? Uh... I think we hit everything. There's not a whole lot to talk about. Well, uh, what about just like games like this in general? Like, how do you feel about these? Um, I don't even know how to describe these games. Like, they're just older games, but not all older games are like this. Like, I don't know. I I've learned one thing I've known about myself for a long time is that for some reason I just have a lot less patience with 2D games. I don't know why that is. Um, like it like. I got frustrated and 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 stopped playing Ori in the Blind Forest, which is a relatively really? easy game. That I was like, so good. I I got like about halfway through. I couldn't get through a part like immediately, and I was just like, "All right, I'm gonna go play Rainbow Six Siege now." And then I just never went back <laughs> to it because you're gonna have a so much better time playing Rainbow yeah. Six Siege, right? <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a real strange thing. Like I'll put up with my threshold for for rage quitting is like I wasn't like, "Oh, I hate Ori." I was just like. That's annoying, and I just stopped playing. <laughs> like my threshold for for frustration is a lot higher with three D games for some reason. I don't know. I feel like I can handle a lot of frustration in games. Like I feel like it might be, uh, I don't know, more forgiving <laughs> than you. Then. Yeah, maybe. I I definitely get frustrated fast, but it's like. I'm th- I'm thinking of like the uh I don't know. I just have so many fucking games at this point in my life and even for years this has been my fucking issue is that I I've collected so many games that every time I start feeling even a little frustrated there's a voice in the back of my head telling me, "Hey, why would you sit here and play this thing and be frustrated when you can go play another game and have fun?" And I so and so I've always just kind of like been like that since I really started playing games a whole lot. I'm just like like that's why like especially in games like League of Legends because the games go for so long. It's like if I'm having a bad game, it's not like you're having a bad game of I don't know Breath of the Wild. You know what I mean? And you can just pause it, and put it down. Like if you have a bad game of League, you're having a bad game for like up to an hour. Like, yeah, you are. You are having a bad experience for a long extended period of time. And the whole time I'm there, I'm just thinking, God, I have to go to work tomorrow. You know what I mean? I'm like, God, <laughs> something else. It's like, it's like, yeah, I, 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 this surrender. is my time. Yeah, this is my time for supposed to be like unwinding and having fun. And, and then you this always have awful. that jerk on your team where it's like everybody's ready to surrender. And then there's somebody going, never give up. We can win this, boys. Yeah, the Philip. Yeah, you know I mean? <laughs> like every game. Meanwhile, you or if I'm playing with Janet, she's like, "Can we just end this?" <laughs> I'm like, "God, please!" And I'm like, "No, brothers, don't lose hope. I'm starting to believe I can do this." <laughs> After I get one kill and I'm one in nineteen or something like that, as like Thresh, be like, "I can't do anything, but I, I still believe I can." You're making that joke in Bubble Bobble. Like one time, I was alive and there's like five enemies left and you're like he's starting to believe i'm like fucking winning the level i'm like this is ridiculous yeah which this game does have some moments where you'll pull off like a 360 trick shot bubble bubble pop and you're like yeah i did it i mean i'm I'm a hero there was a level where there was three there was four like ufos they're all like separated in like these different areas and there were lightnings going up and down the the side and you had to pop them 
as they intersected with people so that they would horizontally sweep across the thing and hit them because it's like a small little lightning bolt you know yeah and i i dropped and popped one and you were like nave you missed and then i immediately another one popped up i jumped up and just popped it just being dumb and i literally hit all three of them with that one lightning and he was like oh (laughs) (laughs) yeah god it's it is so like even your greatest achievements in this game look so lame everything (laughs) you do in this looks so lame or dumb but like if like there were moments where i was literally just like screaming while we were playing bubble ball (laughs) (laughs) this is it boys here we go (laughs) Had to ma- remain engaged somehow. Didn't one of your kids walk in when we were playing this? Yeah. Or was it Jana? I don't remember. Jana. And she was like, what is this? <laughs> she was like, this looks terrible. And I'm like, yeah, it does. It, it looks really bad. Oh, and that's the other thing is like, I had already muted the volume for my game when it had started. And I, like, I didn't realize that it was unmuted on your PC or like your version of it. So all of a sudden you started up, you know, Parsec and you're like, and I'm like, Hey, was listening to the sound. Is that how you maintain sanity? Because I was like, just constantly commenting on the fucking song. You kept talking about it. I'm like, I'm not even listening to it. Like, I love that song. (laughs) I think that was even my ringtone for a while. It's so good. As far as like classic arcade themes go. Damn, not Giles theme. Not man. Like I I always love the bubble bubble theme. I mean, I'm thinking about, you know what song I'm talking about? Yeah. And I'm just thinking about all the old ones like Galaga or uh, what was the other one? Galaxia, maybe Galaxia. Yeah. Or something like that. And then there's, uh, Dig Dug had a little theme too. That music oh, yeah. played when you walked or something fucking like that. <laughs> Dude, it's so fucking good. Dig Dug's. I, I changed my mind. Dig Dug is my favorite now. I still want to listen to Guile's theme. <laughs> okay, listen to it and report back. Guile's theme for 10 hours. <laughs> this is what I want. Do the fucking bass. It's like, like fucking sound. Is that even because it's like all, what is it, not MIDI, but what is it called? Like the uh, oh, old school, it, yeah, sound not, making. It's all like chirp tones or whatever chip tones, <laughs> chip tunes. I don't know. Someone, someone's yelling at their computer right now, or whatever they're listening. I don't know why you would be listening to this on your computer. <laughs> God. Which, uh, to bring it back to Halo, have you noticed how many of the songs just feel like rips from Halo 3? Or maybe Halo 2? Uh, Halo Infinite, you mean? Yeah. I'm not listening to the game a whole lot. There, uh-huh. I do notice, like, so there's an achievement for, I think it's called Nosebleed, for getting on, at the top of this really tall mountain. I didn't know it was an achievement, I just wanted to get on top of the mountain. But, um, which speaks to how fucking good the game is, I'm just wandering around. I think I talked about that already. Yeah. Like at the as soon as I got to the top of the mountain, the Halo theme song started playing, and I don't know if it did if that was a trigger. Like I don't know if it was just that was like an Easter egg or something, but it was beautiful. Like I was just staring at the fucking landscape listening to the Halo music, and I was like this is an awesome moment. I think I even clipped it just so that I could watch it again. No, there are specific triggers. There has to be because I remember like getting in the Warthog and driving down one of the main roads. 
and I go off a jump and then it starts doing the drums like, and I'm like, yeah, boy. Or uh, at one point when you're on Halo, you see a structure in the distance. If you walk over next to like these Marines and look over the edge, it instantly goes into the wow, like the music starts up and I'm like, that is perfect. They really, uh, they leaned into some of these more, uh, actually more story trigger elements, I feel, because like yeah. the game is very loose as far as story goes. It's like you're exploring at your own pace. Whereas the other one was yeah. more uh, uh, bubble bobble style, forcing you in a, a set of kill chambers. Yeah, I, the whole time I was playing bubble bobble, I was like, we were talking about how this game was just like Army of Two. <laughs> and it's like, nay, back to back. Bloop, 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 yeah. bloop, bloop, shooting bubbles. So fucking stupid. All right, Nave. I think we've gone on pretty, pretty good amount. Let's take a break and then we can hit our final reviews. Perfect. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> and we're back. Oh. Damn, it's good. I'm going to listen to that long. for 10 hours. All right. So, Nave, I already had my little uh, spiel at the beginning about what this game means to me, but what does Bubble Bobble, the 19-whatever-hit game, mean to you? Not a lot. <laughs> <laughs> it, I, I recognize the fucking dinosaurs, for sure. Like, do they still... You, you just said they did make... They, they made a Bubble Bobble for Steam in 2016. Yeah, they said. just came... No, not 2016. This year, 2021. They just came out. Why didn't we play that? Because I think it's like Instead, 20 bucks on Steam, and I'm not, I don't have that shit. kind of cash. It's 20 bucks. You don't want to sell Steam cards? <laughs> Steam cards and, uh, and CSGO? Team Fortress hats? <laughs> just to get Bubble Bobble 4? The Baron's Workshop? Yeah. I bet there's a lot of lore dump. Oh, you know I what? There is. Let's what? go fucking. I I wonder if there's an in-text. Let's go look at that. Look it up real quick. Oh what? Boss fight. The fucking for beating the boss, dude. This boss looks so stupid. <laughs> the gnome without a beard. Yeah, I 100% repressed this memory of this boss immediately. I forgot what he looked like. Oh, there's multiple advertisement. Endings. No way, dude. Yeah, based on how many characters you have, there's a bad ending, a normal ending, a good ending, and another bad ending. <laughs> what endings? So, yeah. Oh, it only has three endings. This is like uh, intense. Last boss in all endings. Bless these people who've beaten this boss, dude. Oh, there's fucking dialogue? They're getting married? Wait, is this the same game? I think oh, this is a different game, dog. I don't know. Is this the same Here's game? what I'm looking at. Uh, actually, this one might be different. No, this is it. Bubble Bobble. So, apparently... Uh, are they humans? Are they humans to the girlfriends? Yeah, they look very humanoid for some reason. Oh, no. It's like Sonic 06. Sonic, yeah. God, please. Oh, my God. So, they were humans, too. But apparently, they ran afoul of a... A character named Super Drunk, who transformed them in the <laughs> in the Is bubble that why dragons. He's Is that why he's throwing bottles? Yeah. 
Okay, apparently he didn't even kidnap the girls, Betty and Patty, the girlfriends. Apparently they fell into the cave and got lost, where the girls met super drunk, who then captured them and stored them on the 100th floor until Bub and Bob set out to rescue them, until they were transformed into bubble dragons. What in the fuck is going on? So, let's cover the endings then. Uh, if the game is being single player, Betty is rescued from the bubble, but not Patty. The game tells you, never forget your friend. It makes you restart the game to try again. What? Be- because, <laughs> yeah, I mean, this game is designed for co-op, obviously. Yeah. Okay, here's the good ending. If the game is beaten in multiplayer, Betty and Patty are both rescued, but the game informs you you have not reached the true ending. Instead, the player needs to replay the game in super mode, referred to as super bubble bobble. Activating super mode is done by putting in a certain button combination, which is provided at the good ending screen. It must be deciphered by using the alphabet in the first secret room of the starting screen. Holy shit, dude. Well, cancel the episode. Let's go back and do that. (laughs) No, we are not doing that. Oh my god. If the game is being in super mode, Betty and Patty are freed, a large bubble dragon drops down, transforming into Bub and Bob's parents, and then plays the message. (laughs) Congratulations! You could help your father and mother. They were controlled by someone. Who is he? No one knows of it. The truth is in darkness forever. (laughs) That sounds like not a good ending. That sounds like a bad ending. And it's so funny, too, because, like, apparently, I guess you're brothers? Because this is Bub and Bob's parents, and it refers to the characters as Mama and Papa. <laughs> Great. I don't. I give up. I give I, up on I this. just can't believe the final boss is called Super Drunk. I can't believe a lot of things. God. Okay, so final review, go, Nave. It is, uh, it's fine. Emulate it. <laughs> God. (laughs) So now I have some words to say about Bubble Bobble. Bubble Bobble and its cute little dragons, Bub and Bob, will always have a place in my heart whenever I think of retro gaming. And for me, retro gaming is NES, Master System era. Like that, that's my retro gaming. Like anytime someone refers to it as like Nintendo 64 or Dreamcast or something like that, or PlayStation 1, it's like retro. I'm like, is that really retro? You know, dude, I'm hearing people talk about like the PS3 and 360 are retro and I'm like, it it feels it's the strangest feeling like like unironically like retro retro game collecting. Here's my 360 collection. Oh, my God. Shit. That's crazy. The Internet was around when that shit existed. Like, (laughs) so this game is my like mascot for retro games. It's cute. It's harmless. It's fun. But it has that bite that some retro games really have with the instant death on one hit and just the brutalness that is you need like we probably need close to like 300 lives just to make it through the game because we died so (laughs) many times like we could not do it on a single run. And but I definitely recommend it Uh, if you have some time to kill. Go get the little NES Classic. It's on Switch as well. If you're a Switch Pro subscriber plus Game Pass member, it's a part of the little Switch NES library, which I am. So, you know, 
that's how we could have played it, but Dave doesn't have a switch with him anymore. Rip. Yeah. But then again, it'd probably be even laggier. You know what's hilarious is like I fucking never really played the Switch, and now that I don't have one, I really want to play it. <laughs> like it's a, it's so shitty. I think we talked about this last episode though. Yeah. All right. Where it's so, like I just want to play Mario Sunshine again. This is the point where we'd read any mailer feedback or anything like that. But I don't see anything listed except we are ranked like 61 for video game podcast in Mexico currently. Can you believe that, Nave? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, I know. Freaking como estas? Yeah. <laughs> or wait. pesto, my dude. Um, I think we have, we had a review, one, a, a new review on uh, what? Good pods, and you didn't put it in the notes. Uh, no, I didn't think about it till you said something. Um, which you know, it's cool on Good Pods now. It shows you like they had a bunch of updates, but now there's like a little right underneath the description. It tells you if they are if the podcast is like ranked as anything, and we're still number one at animation, animation yeah. and manga. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so. We're never relinquishing that top spot, bro. And how often do you think we talk about anime and manga? Fucking literally zero percent no, of the time. No, it's come up. You, like, remember your Naruto t-shirt? <laughs> Believe it? Yeah. Uh, we talk about we talk about it occasionally. We talk about yeah. Dragon Ball Z a lot. And, but um, again, from the Play Long podcast, Jared Moss uh, gave us a five-star on our last episode, and he said the mashed potato arc of this podcast is probably the best thing ever. And I don't have anything. I don't have any updates for the mashed potatoes. I, I'm too afraid to cook the other one that I made. Well, didn't you say you moved on to um, was it green onions or something? Like you've been buying vegetables in bulk, and it's just one vegetable where you have like yeah. I, bought, I bought ten white onions, and I'm like, that's great, Nave. Keep it up. I'm just putting onions in everything. <laughs> like this is just what I. That's what my life is like. You turn it into Shrek. The onions went bad. They went bad really fast. I was like, what? Really were you keeping them in the fridge? Yeah, they were in the fridge. Oh my god, how did that even happen? I don't know. It sucked. Kind of right, want Dave. some ramen now. What are we going to play for next week? I don't know. This was supposed to be like a quickie, but it's my job is like demolishing me. I don't know if I. I've, I'm sure it's being conveyed in the tone of my voice, but I'm very demoralized these past few months. <laughs> Just. Well, it's we about, went on for an hour, didn't we? Huh? It's about a uh, holiday season. Maybe we can come up with a special or something for next week. Yeah, I've been spitballing things. Mostly just ideas I'm going to steal from other podcasts because yeah, they're good, good ideas. All right. Is there anything you want to say to our co-op partners before we let them go? Um, bundle up. It's cold out there. I think I already said that. Wait, I need to think of another one. Make sure that you feed your pets food. Nice. All right, co-partners, this has been the conclusion of a fantastic story. Thank you for joining us on this magical adventure of gaming together, and good luck. That was a good callback. Yeah. Bye.